Okay, good morning. Are you awake? I am. This is the show before the show for everybody that's on Podbean for now. Or not for now, but who is on Podbean? I'm going to say good morning. Today, I'm going to talk about specifically Bitcoin. So I'm not going to repeat myself exactly. It's all in the show description. And uh, I'm going to bring up to the, what would you call that? The crypto card through the Visa system for using that for purchases. And then you can choose between many cryptocurrencies and you'll get a percentage, kind of like rewards or points. So I'm going to explain all this in what I do. I'm not going to give advice because this is about money and investments and whatever. I am going to share, I'm going to make this perfectly clear, share what I do. And if it helps you, great. If it don't, then whatever. So I'm going to start the show here. Uh, go through this crap again. Okay, this is this. Is this. Right. Right, right. The original Red Pill Show. Yep, that's it. It's me. Welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, la, 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 la. That was fun. La, la. Welcome to the original Red Pill. We'll just play this one because I like it. Before the verdicts on individuals were given, Lord Justice Lawrence spoke for the tribunal on the subject of the SS. In connection with the administration of their quarters and sent everyone to concentration camps. The Franks were... This is from the book. Germany make if, if there had... ...likelihood of, of Hitler being able to... The word is... is all the, the Gestapo raided their quarters and father, Otto Frank, a girl. And Frank. 40s, Hitler's. All right, that's queued up. All right, we're ready. I'm going to start the other platforms. It's still early. Good morning. This is going to be more than an hour. Of course, unless people call in and whatever. But uh, I'm just going to be, this is such a boring subject, and I'm going to try to make it as engaging and resonate as possible because we're never taught about this crap uh yeah precious start stream stream wood oh my god uh, let's see yeah, the stream it's a little dark and the cat turned my tv on interesting okay Original Red Pill Show. 
Welcome to a brand new episode. Before the verdicts on individuals were given, Lord oh my god. I queued this all up again. I can't do that. Otto Heidi, the siren. Quiet. Otto was astounded by what he read. The world will never. German citizens, a couple sentences. And Frank and her family. And the millions of others who lost their lives in the Holocaust. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta redo this. So I'll read a couple sentences from the book. German citizens were disarmed by their government in the late 1930s, and by the mid-1940s, Hitler's regime had mercilessly slaughtered six million Jews and numerous others whom they considered inferior. Through a combination of removing guns and disseminating deceitful propaganda, the Nazis were able to carry out their evil intentions with relatively little resistance. So what is the what is the point you're trying to make if if there had been guns in Germany my, there might not have been a holocaust my, my point is guns were, in the hands of the right people one of the countries that Asshole. I mentioned there were a number of countries where tyranny reigned and before it happened they disarmed the people that was the point Noah Webster said when he was talking about tyranny that the people of America would never suffer tyranny because they are armed so but just clarify if if there had been no gun control uh, laws in Europe at that time. Would six million Jews have been slaughtered? I think the likelihood of, of Hitler being able to accomplish his goals would have been greatly diminished if the people had been armed. Because they had a powerful military machine, as you know, the Nazis. I, under I understand that. They could have simply gone in, and they did go in and wipe out whole communities. But realize there was a reason that they took the guns first. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you want to see something really cool? <laughs> the word is get a fucking life, jackass. Blow shit out your dick hole.
Kids, good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Saturday, November 27th, 2021. The show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk and I cannot stress that today. Again, this show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. Finally, show is opinionated. The host, especially me, Callers 815-290-9198. People that are naughty in the chat room or too fat from eating turkey on Thanksgiving. People that we interview and yada, yada, yada are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there little tommy hey man no there's his name broadcasting live from the gorgeous state of florida where it's 70 degrees and sunny at thanksgiving Oh, I just cannot get used to it. I cannot, cannot get used to the holidays with warm weather. It's going to freak me out, and it still is. All right, so we're broadcasting on most of the formats until they ban at least me, uh, which is specifically YouTube because they're a bunch of assholes. So it's just the way it is. There's plenty more formats to listen to or on Spotify, at least I am Spotify. And I'm talking to Scarlett about this stuff. Spreaker, uh, I think Google podcasts, um, iHeartRadio. I mean, it's just like whatever Podbean. I just don't want to say it. Just do a search and you should be able to find it on your favorite iTunes. I keep forgetting that one or podcast. They keep, 
It's like everybody else that keep changing shit. Used to be iTunes. Now it's podcast. So just type the original red pill show and uh, you should be able to find it. Uh, my preference is Spreaker for a lot of reasons. No algorithm, no red flags, no strike one, strike two, strike three, comrade. So Spreaker is my number one choice. Even if you want to be dumb enough to do a podcast, I would start at Spreaker. You can have a free account. And I think you get 45 minutes. So, uh, and trust me, you're going to need it because you're going to need to practice and hone your skills. And uh, you're going to get on there and go, what do I talk about? So you're gonna you're just gonna have to learn as time goes on, which is a good segue to what I want to talk about today. Bitcoin. But before I do that, the show's not gonna be more than an hour. Of course, I say that and they end up being three hours, but that depends on participation, who calls in, who joins the show, whatever. Uh but I want it to be about an hour. But before I do that. Now, this is all my observation, perspective, and opinion. Nothing more. I cannot give or will not give any type of financial investment advice. Okay? So from this point forward, you are taking all the risk. Use at your own risk. Listen to exactly what I'm saying. And I'm going to try to make this as... I don't know, entertaining and informative as possible because it's such a boring, dull subject when it comes to this. Uh, but I'm going to share that. But before I jump down this rabbit hole, uh, and this all ties in. I mean, people know they listen to the show. I was financially destroyed. Livelihood was destroyed. And... um had to file bankruptcy a little over two years ago and then COVID hit, which was another kick in the balls. And, uh, I don't know what these people expect you to do. Well, you need to pay your bills and your rent, but, uh, you can't work. Well, what the fuck? So the whole thing is, is just delusional. Again, this is all my opinion. And I think a bunch of, uh, Psychopaths and sociopaths, as long as they're sitting as elected servants, can do whatever the fuck they want, and nobody fucks with their paycheck now, do they? Uh, which is poor leadership. If the peasants don't get paid, the king doesn't get paid. It's just the way it works. Since, in my opinion, we're really not in a democracy or a republic anymore, in my opinion, they just give you the illusion that we are, in my opinion. I'm going to keep saying that until you get it, my opinion. Your perspective of reality is yours. I'm just trying to wake you up with a different perspective and try to think for yourself and don't have a, don't acquiesce to this stuff. Fight. It's your life. Wake up. Get out of your pot out of the matrix. Swallow a big fat red pill and and wake the fuck up. Please wake up. 
So yesterday, now I've been trying to um, be as financially responsible as I can. Uh, I just traded in my pickup truck yesterday for a lot of reasons. Uh, one specifically, though, I'm lucky if I drive it twice a month. And I don't mind sharing numbers here. So, I mean, this is, these are my numbers, so I can share whatever the fuck I want. Uh, a truck payment of four twenty five, dollars and insurance for five twenty five. dollars So, when I went to school, that's five twenty five dollars a month. Now, this isn't Dave Ramsey or nothing against him or Robert Kurosaki. This is just me. My life experience. And another part I have to share, I was living in Streamwood, which is a extremely blue collar, born and not born, but raised in Streamwood, Hanover Park, Streamwood, very blue collar, didn't, uh, despite what people have thought about me, because my dad started his own business in 1978, that I had a silver spoon in my mouth, which is not true. His business didn't take off until the mid-80s, and I was out of the house at 21, uh, which puts that at 1985. And I don't want to get into that. There's a whole other book and a subject. But I came from that, busted my ass, never made more than $72,000 working for anybody, and then I started my own business for 20 years. And refinanced our house. Got to give my wife at the time the credit for this because she agreed and went for the ride, uh, which has definitely um, been more beneficial to her than me. I don't want to get into that. And uh, cash the equity out, started with $10,000. In over 20 years, it turned it into $30 million in sales. Uh, and at one point in time, my adjusted grossing, or was it my, no, it wasn't, I don't know if it was AGI. No, I think it was gross. My gross income before deductions and everything jointly and the profit of the company from an S corp was 350 grand a year. So I pretty much paid in federal taxes, uh, at that time as now what I'm making again which is about 70 grand, which is weird. And with inflation, that's ridiculous. But uh, that's another part of this. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But I'm just explaining where I came from, where I've been, and where I'm at. And I've learned a lot about money, I guess. Best way to put it. Uh, it's like my dad always said, if money isn't the first more, first and more important thing, it's sure close second, which is, I, I agree with that statement. What are you doing? Uh, I swear to God, petrolite kids. So I have a truck that's sitting and I use it maybe twice a year. And it's costing me five twenty-five a month. That's stupid. I'm calling myself stupid. That's stupid. So I had two options. I trade it in and trade down or get rid of it. So I went to a 
place yesterday that I'm not going to say because I've got, well, you'll understand. I'm not saying it yet because I got an email into them. But I traded down. I got a Chevy Cruze, and I lowered my payment by 125 bucks. That's just on the payment. And then insurance dropped too. But it, and it's great on gas because the truck on a good day would get 20 miles to the gallon tops. And uh, this little ship box gets about 36. And uh, I got news for you. Prediction. Gas is going to hit seven bucks a gallon. I don't see how it can't. It's already seven bucks, uh, according to President Trump on Fox Business News yesterday, talking to David Asman. Uh, it's already seven dollars in California. So that's usually where it starts and it makes its way across the country. So I'm preparing for that. And I'm not driving a truck that sits that pays me five twenty-five a month and gets twenty miles to the gallon on a good day, using it maybe once or twice a month. It's just stupid. Yeah, I'm stupid too. So you're stupid and I'm stupid. So that's just great. We've got a bunch of company here. <clears throat> and and the thing is, we were never really taught about this stuff. We're taught about all the crap and indoctrinated in school, once again with useless information that just trains you to be a peasant or slave doesn't train you to be a leader or an entrepreneur. The school system sucks and it's getting worse. No, we got to teach racism in school instead of how to overcome and become successful as an entrepreneur. No, we can't do that. Uh, 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 we can't tell you about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and well, no, because you're just going to ruin everything. If you do that, you're not going to be an obedient slave. That slave. My opinion, once again. So I got rid of this truck and I got, here's the story. I got this Chevy Cruze. Love it. I love it. I, I love this car. It's a shit box. It's a cheap car. It's a sedan. It's got 88,000 miles on it. Gets good gas mileage. So when I got it, whoever owned it, now, you know, you just don't make me a racist out of this, okay? Because it is what it is. I'm sick of that shit too. So the car was in Spanish, okay? All the optics and the display and all that was in Spanish. So I figured out how to change that. But the wireless Bluetooth hands-free system was in still in Spanish. Long story short, after calling OnStar, because it's a Chevy, for probably almost four hours, went back to the dealer. They were tits on a bull. That's where the email went to where I bought it from. They just left me in the parking lot because they couldn't figure it out. Let me sit there. So I talked to OnStar three times. I talked to GM tech support once. And he was laughing at the situation. He goes, well, no, this is an OnStar problem. I said, that's what I told him, but they forwarded me to you. So long story short, when you have an OnStar system and you speak a different language other than the default language of English, which is in the car, 
at the factory programmed by GM. If you change that and call OnStar, you need to change it back to your language for the Bluetooth hands-free to work. So I got into pissing matches three times, text messages with OnStar. Oh, no, that's on your settings in your car. I go, no, it's not. I'm not an idiot. I did that already. So long story short, if you buy OnStar, or not OnStar, if you buy a GM vehicle used and you can't get the fucking thing out of a different language, it's an OnStar issue. But here's the thing. So I called OnStar. You go, oh, yeah, we can take care of that for you. Really nice guy. But you're going to have to activate OnStar for me to make the change. I'm like, and I just complied. I was like, like, you're fucking kidding me, right? And then he loaded me up. Well, since you're the new owner of the car and this and that, we'll give you 90 days free with vehicle diagnostics and it, you know, tracks you where you're at, just like my fucking cell phone. So I really don't need that. But then all this other crap and uh, free roadside assistance and all this. Uh, and I go, well, how much is all that crap? He goes, uh, after three months, it's going to be $39.99 or something. But you can cancel it if you want. So just to be clear, in order to get a used vehicle that I purchased with absolutely no support from the dealer, just left me hanging in the parking lot. They came out and go, oh, I don't know Spanish. I don't know how to fix it. I'm like, oh, gee, thanks. Horrible. And like I said, corporate got an email from me that is totally unprofessional. But I finally figured it out. It was a non-star issue. And in my opinion, which I put in the email to corporate, you need to train your people on OnStar if this happens. You don't just ignore a customer or go, well, I don't know Spanish. I can't fix it. That's your problem. Really? So anyway. That's that. So if you have a friend or you buy a car or whatever, and no matter what, you can't get the hands-free Bluetooth language to where you want it, you need to call OnStar and you're going to need to activate it. But bad enough, you probably got fucked in the car dealer. Now you got to pay 40 bucks a fucking month. So there you go. It has not been resolved yet. I'm going to wait. Uh, I probably won't call them out and mention their name. But put it this way, I sent him an email and I probably in the history of dealing with this uh, concept have spent probably $200,000 and I'm not kidding you. And I told him to look it up. I go, here's my name. Here's where I bought all these vehicles. Here was my salesperson. Look it up. You don't treat customers like this. So anyway, that's, that's my bitch right there. Right, so let's see who's in the chat room before we get into this. TLL Pamela, da, 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 da. that's about it for now. All right, kids, you ready for this? So, I was listening in the background to Fox Business News, and um, they were talking about Bitcoin. They always talk about it when it gets pounded. 
and I'm listening and this guy's like, well, Bitcoin's a store of wealth and this and that or whatever. And uh, he goes, well, the problem with it is, is when the internet goes out, then it's useless. Bitcoin's useless. And I'm like, that's not true. Well, you can't get to it. That's not true. Not at all. You have to think of Bitcoin like gold. Okay. If you want your gold sitting in someone else's safe, i.e. on the exchanges, you're an idiot. But if you want to take your gold and bury it in your backyard or take your Bitcoin in an analogy of burying it in your backyard, then you're pretty smart. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. Before I get into this, uh, you should read the book, The Bitcoin Standard. It's imperative, but I don't really want to go down a rabbit hole of what Bitcoin is for this conversation. It's digital gold. Okay. So just take a Bitcoin and think of it as gold. And if you don't know about gold, then you need to learn about gold. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't explain it any better than that in the short amount of time. And I don't want to explain what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin's digital gold. And you should treat it as such, or I do, I should say. There again, not giving advice. It's what I do. I've been watching this stuff since like 2015. Which at that time, Bitcoin was about 500 bucks a coin, give or take. Uh, Since my divorce was shortly thereafter, I didn't purchase any. But I can assure you that if I didn't get divorced and my life went to hell and I was destroyed, um, I would have bought it because I did try to buy a coin and it was really hard back then. Uh, for some reason it didn't go through or something. So I don't, I don't know. Cause the thing about purchasing Bitcoin and I'm staying with Bitcoin, I'm not going to get into Ethereum or Chainlink or I'm not going to get into any of the ERC tokens or the um, altcoins. I'm not going to talk. I'm talking about Bitcoin. Because in my opinion, it's going to be the last man standing uh, and eventually go to zero. Because they're not just they're not going to tolerate this. Um, but I have no idea. It's not going to happen for a while. Probably not in my lifetime. And that's why I'm not worried. And I have to say this too. My net worth is probably in the negative right now. Maybe not. Not much though. You do a personal balance sheet of your assets and liabilities, you get your net worth. People don't even know how to do that. Uh, I do. And uh, yeah, maybe, I mean, I don't even know what I'm worth. It's not much. I have to start all over again. So I don't have time on my side and it's not a sense of being greedy. I'm just not 27 years old anymore and can put $50 a week into a simple IRA and a good mutual fund and, uh, for growth and, uh, be a millionaire. It can happen. I don't have a choice. Somebody else got all my wealth because of shitty divorce laws, specifically in Illinois and being married for so long. Uh, I don't have a $450,000 house. I'm in an apartment starting all over again. 
If that sounds a little resentful and cynical, I just don't see why the legal system has to destroy one person so another one survives when they're perfectly capable of taking care of themselves. Don't get it. The divorce laws are just, in Illinois, are horrible, and they need to be changed. Enough of that. Okay, so now I'm sitting on this side of... The situation starting all over again after having everything taken from me, including my business. So, just so you know where I'm at. So, before I start getting into this, after I just said all that shit, most are what? TLL. What are you talking about? Oh, most divorce laws? I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand. I can't see people contacting their elect, elect, elected servants or representatives and going, well, yeah, I think uh, you need to screw my spouse because, you know, I did this and I did that. And he or, he or she was the breadwinner and was responsible and paid all the bills and took care of me and my kids. Uh, so uh, you need to go after him if I get divorced and take all this shit. So now I can capitalize from this. This is so and destroy them. It makes no fucking sense. makes no sense at all it's wrong it's not even morally right you don't destroy one person so another one survives it's 50 50 and if the person is more than capable to get a job regardless of gender or gets married or even another relationship then you shouldn't have to pay him shit kids are a different story i am not talking about child support that if you just don't pay for your kids you're an asshole so that's enough of that Okay, so a lot of people are like, well, I don't know how to buy it, and I don't know what to do, and I, just, you know, and, and people have a lot of uh, reservation in saying that, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, and we're taught that we can't say something like that. We're taught we can't fail or make mistakes, and we can't say, well, I don't know, because then people think you're a moron, and you're not. You learn by mistakes and by education and uh, pretty much, in my opinion, self-taught through life experience, what to do. You learn what to do by what not to do. In my opinion, and I predicted this right after Senator Brandon got elected, a lot of, a lot of things, and one of which was inflation was going through the roof. Now it is. And this isn't about me being right. And, it didn't take that much to see that coming. The dollars being devalued, gases went up a hundred percent. Food's gone up anywhere from twenty to fifty percent, maybe even higher. But your raises haven't. So whatever inflation, this is what they should do: pass a law that whatever the percentage of inflation goes up, all elected servants get a decrease in pay. So if inflation's 10%, they get a decrease in pay at 
and us peasants get an automatic pay increase of 10%. So whatever the inflationary rate is, the inflation rate, which they calculate, which is always low because they manipulate it. If it's 10%, everybody that's an elected, elected servant gets a 10% decrease in raise and us peasants get a 10% increase in raise. There you go. How's that? Yeah, it is atrocious. TLO he says inflation is atrocious, and it is. And there's really right now. Wow, my uh, internet, my picture just froze. Uh oh, there we go. I don't. Hey, man, I got AT and T fiber optics. I don't know what else I can do. It's fucking sick how fast it is. So, in my opinion and observation. The only way we can do this is, or me for me, is you can do what the fuck you want. Me uh, is by Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I'm just talking about Bitcoin. And time will tell. Uh, El Salvador just went to Bitcoin as their nation's currency. And Max Kaiser and his wife, Stacy, are there. And they said, already people are in just such a better mood and everything else. And they're going to mine Bitcoin. And what they're going to do is they're going to take geothermal power from the volcanoes to power the generators through steam to make Bitcoin. How fucking smart is that? But everybody else wants to fight it or put it down and say it's bullshit. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. So again, Bitcoin is now used as a currency, and over in Asia, it already has been. Uh, and El Salvador is now using it as their official currency. They ditched the dollar or whatever their currency was. That's a very good sign. It's going to make it a strong currency, stronger and stronger and stronger because it cannot be manipulated or printed to oblivion, which causes inflation, supply and demand. I don't even want to get into that either. So how do you buy Bitcoin? Okay, this is what I did. Okay, I've been buying it now for at least five years. Let's say five years. So I did my homework and what I did is this. I'm going to give you some references really quick for YouTube. Crypto Casey and Max Kaiser. And there's more, but those two right there are plenty for you to learn about this crap. It's on you. Get your homework. Okay. Do it or don't. Sit there and starve to death. Pay $7 a gallon for gas. Can't afford food. Your rent goes up. My rent went up 200 bucks a month. I can't go ask my boss for $200 raise a month. Can you? 50 bucks a week? Which is pretty much, I don't know, a buck 50 an hour, maybe? Just to ask? To keep up with inflation? And that's just in rent. No. It's going to get worse. 
So the best thing to do for me is to buy Bitcoin, which in my opinion is going to get stronger. Dollar is going to get weaker. And for the most part, Bitcoin will be anti-inflationary or stay ahead of inflation. My opinion. But this is how you do it. Enough of the shit. So I get a pen and piece of paper real quick. I'll give you a minute or two. I'm just going to check some of the other chat rooms and see what's up. So everybody's probably sleeping still. And this isn't going to go more. Let's say I've been on for 37 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 20 more minutes. I should be able to explain this. So this is what I do. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Oh, well, Tim said this and then, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. You do whatever you want. I, I literally don't care. I'm just telling you what I do. All right. Now the exchanges, I'll try to be as basic and quick as I can. There's exchanges, which is, um, maybe cash app. I mean, you can buy Bitcoin with that, uh, eToro, um, crypto.com. Uh, I, uh, use Coinbase. And there's a lot of reasons for it. And those are called exchanges. Those are like E-Trade, Ameritrade, uh, and all the other ones that you can buy and sell stocks on. They're stock exchange. These are crypto exchanges. Because people, once you start saying, well, don't keep your money on the exchange. It's like, well, what does that mean? That means don't leave it on the internet with Coinbase. Not smart. And people will tell you that you have to. No, you don't. I'll get into that too. Because that's storing your Bitcoin. And this is crypto. I'm pretty much emulating and saying what crypto current uh, crypto Casey has said. So if you want to learn the dynamics of Bitcoin, listen to Max Kaiser. If you want to know how to invest it and buy it and store it, listen to Crypto Casey. And she'll explain everything. She's phenomenal. So you have to open up an account on coinbase.com, which is an exchange to buy Bitcoin. And now here's another myth. Well, Bitcoin's anonymous and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Well, yeah, that's true. But in order to buy it and sell it on an exchange, you have to prove your identity. It's called know your customer. So you have to send them a state ID and this and that and everything else and all this crap, social security number. So when they say that Bitcoin's anonymous, that's not, that's not entirely true. It's like saying cash is anonymous, but you need a bank to deal with cash for the most part or to obtain cash. So that's not really cash is, um, Totally anonymity too, but not really. I mean, you got to obtain it somehow. You can't print your own fucking money. So there will be a record of you getting cash somewhere, somehow, for the most part. You can start selling your assets for cash and it never happened. But once you deposit money or withdraw money in your bank account, it's easy to track. And that's where blockchain technology and accounting is going to come into, which the government's going to love because you're not going to be able to earn or spend a penny without them knowing it. So that that's just another prediction of mine. I'd say another five years tops until they fully understand how it works. But so you open up an account on 
crypto.com. Then you have to connect a bank account so you can buy it. So then you do that. So then you do that. And uh, in the beginning, I would do small amounts because I have lost $1,500 by making a mistake. <laughs> so it was very expensive um, by transferring Bitcoin, but I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so then you buy it. So it's like, okay, I'm going to buy 20 bucks. So you buy 20 bucks and then bam, and you have a wallet. So every different cryptocurrency you have, you have a wallet. And I'm not going to get into private keys and public keys and all that shit. That's not what I'm talking about. That's kind of confusing, but it's not. You need to do your homework on that. Well, what's there? What's a pri What's a key? What's a, what's a wallet? Well, a wallet is like a purse or a wallet. It's where you keep your fucking money. It's the same thing. With Bitcoin, you get a Bitcoin wallet. If you buy Ethereum, you get an Ethereum wallet. Very important. Can't do shit without a wallet. And that's all that is. So when you buy it, it creates a wallet and you have it sitting in the wallet on the exchange, on the internet. So if you want a dollar cost average or just buy it or buy, or or you came into some money and you just want to buy it, then do what you want. But it's as simple as that. The interface and uh, the, the ease of use uh, and the point and click and all that crap, the user interface is, is great for Coinbase. And the more you use it, the easier it gets, just like anything. So let's say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to spend save a hundred bucks a week and you can set up automatic withdrawals to do that. And it'll do it from your checking account. So let's say, you know, oh, shit, I already got a thousand bucks in there without growth or loss. Let's just say Bitcoin hasn't moved and you got a thousand bucks. It's like, Hmm, I don't really don't want that sitting in there or you've made enough money and you're like, well, fuck it. I want to sell it. So then you just, Man, my I see my picture getting frozen. Bandwidth. I don't know why. I don't know how. It's doing it again. Wow. So you just want to sell it. So you sell it and then it goes into a US dollar account. So it can just sit there again on the exchange, but not in Bitcoin, but in US dollars. Like an account at a bank, but now it's on an exchange. And you can either send that money back to your bank. You can turn it into a US dollar coin. Or you do whatever the fuck you want with it. But leaving it set on the exchange is not wise. It's not what I do. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm pissed because it, cause it's freezing up here. Maybe it's a computer. I'll reboot it when I'm done. All right, but thanks, TL. Appreciate that. So you can pretty much do whatever you want with it. Another reason why I use Coinbase is that there's a third-party app that you can use to calculate capital gains or losses uh, for tax reasons because you're going to have to pay 
God knows what, but let's just say for numbers, 20% on your game. So every thousand bucks you make, you're going to have to pay 200 bucks. And that's just federal states, whatever your state is, unless you live in Florida and it's zero. <laughs> so you got to take that into account. And that's nothing more than paying them some money based on how many transactions you have. And um, then you get the report and you send it to your accountant. Or if you're really savvy, you can do your own return and do that. I don't really fucking care. That's your business. But that's another reason why I like Coinbase because all the transactions are always there and they're not going anywhere. Unless you delete the account, which I don't know why you would. So pretty much essentially, it's as simple as that. Now I'm going to get into, so you're going to let it sit there. Okay. And people are going to say, don't just let it sit there. Let it sit there. And then people that really know what they're doing, because you heard these horror stories of Bitcoin disappearing. It's very important that you have a lot of security set up. I use Google Authenticator. Uh, if you if you forget your password, you're fucked. You, you are. And that's where this problem comes in, people. And this is another reason why I'm suggesting Coinbase, because it's very simple. And you set up all the security. And whatever you set up, you better write it down. And put it in a safe place. Because if you forget it, you're fucked. Fucked. Gone. So let's say, you know, you got a thousand bucks on Coinbase. You don't want it sitting there because it's like, well, I don't want someone hacking into it and taking it and stealing it or whatever. Or God forbid the, uh, the owners of Coinbase or whomever has access to this stuff just takes it and disappears and you'll never see them again which can happen. People are assholes. Gold comes from mining. You got to do your homework, TLO. I ain't getting into that. Gold comes from digging with the shovel in the ground and good luck. Same thing kind of with Bitcoin, except that it's mined with computers with software. They're called mining computers. That's where the term miners come from. And they generate Bitcoins by doing the transactions on the blockchain and they're rewarded in Bitcoins. So you have to, you have to do your homework on that one. I don't want to get into that. They mine them. Yeah. Which they basically create them from doing transactions for Bitcoin transactions on the blockchain. So they're paid for that. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a um, purpose of, the system and then they're paid into Bitcoin and it's Bitcoin. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not exactly sure how Bitcoins are created. I well, no, they're, they've already been created. I'm sorry. There's like 20 million of them. Is that right? And they can't be created anymore. But what happens every four years is um, they're halved. So you, you just got to do the homework on it. I'm not explaining it right now. Cause I, I learned it and I'm not going down that because it is complicated, but once you figure it out, you understand it. Uh, you're mining a Bitcoin. You're creating a Bitcoin. It's dig digital currency created by a computer. 
I don't want to get into that. That you need to do your homework on that. Just go, just go do your homework. There's plenty of YouTube's on it. Or read, read the book. Um, this isn't about mining. You want to do that? That's a whole different subject. This is about buying and storing Bitcoin. That's it. Uh, Crypto Casey's perfect for that, for for mining it. Uh, so you really don't want that sitting on the exchanges. I don't. So there's things, things called a hard wallet, okay? Hard wallet, which is this, which is nothing more than a fucking sophisticated uh, external drive that has its own software on the computer and inside the schizmo. Well, I don't know what fantasy is. This isn't fantasy, but uh, whatever. You can store your Bitcoin on this. Hey, stop it. Oh my God, there's too many distractions. You can store it on this. And the nice thing about this is once it's on here, it's not going anywhere. And it backs up to SD microchip. So if you lose this and you back up, you're not fucking yourself. Or if somebody steals this, it isn't going to matter. As long as you have your backup on your SD microchip. Very important. And that's it. And that's a BC vault. And it was highly recommended by Crypto Casey. And that's what I use. So what you do is you go into the BC vault software, which is on your computer and you hook up your gizmo, which when you load your software, you have to have a password just to open the software. Then to get into this thing, there's a keypad here and there's a pattern on here to get in as a password. So it's double protected. Then once you finally get into that, then for every wallet that you have on your gizmo, which would be a Bitcoin wallet, then you need the password to get into that wallet. So it's like triple security. When you finally get into that and get into your Bitcoin wallet on your gizmo, then there's a buy, sell, transfer, receive send receive buy sell send receive and you just click receive then you copy the address of your bitcoin address wallet then you go to coinbase you get into your bitcoin wallet and you click send and you copy and paste the address <sighs> the address on the Coinbase Bitcoin wallet, and then you click send, but then this is where security is, where it's a two-step process. I use, uh, it's two steps, but the Google Authenticator, which is a generated random code for like 30 seconds, you got to put that in there. So you have to download that onto your phone, Google Authenticator. And I mean, that's almost impossible to break. So there's another level of security. And then it asks you if, are you sure you want to send this Bitcoin and make sure it's another Bitcoin wallet. That's where I lost 1500 bucks. I didn't send it from a Bitcoin to a Bitcoin wallet. So that's very expensive and you'll never get it back. <laughs> you can't once it's gone, it's gone. It's all ethereal made up stuff. 
Well, I know what fantasy is, but I don't know what you're talking about. This isn't made up. This is reality. So I, I, I don't understand your perspective. So once you get all that set up and you hit send, then it goes through the blockchain and the network. And that's where the miners do all that processing and blockchain, which takes some serious electrical power and serious calculations. And how I understand it, they come up with the answer to the transaction by what it's not, what it is. It's by process of elimination. So it goes through all that. You're charged the fee for that. And that's where the Bitcoin members get paid too. Uh, but as far as I understand it, they're paid in Bitcoin. Um, and then you finally get it in your wallet, your hard wallet, and you store it here and it, here it sits. So here's the, the, what I heard yesterday that if the internet goes down, you can't get your Bitcoin. Well, yeah. Cause you left it on the exchange. Once it's on here, it's like an MP3 player. Once your music's on, think of it like streaming. You don't have music if you lose your internet or they shut the internet down for whatever reason. No, you can't listen to music. But if you have it on your MP3 player, you can listen to it all day long. Same thing. Same thing. The best way I can explain it. So if you want to listen to your music, i.e. have your Bitcoin, get one of these motherfuckers. If the internet goes away, you know, well, I, you know what? Uh, there's never going to be a meltdown. There's never going to be planes flying into buildings. There's never going to be um, people that are uh, foreign domestic, uh, foreign terrorists are now domestic terrorists. Inflation's never going to happen. Uh, we're ne never going to elect some crazy son of a bitch to the presidency of the United States. There's never going to be a coup to get rid of a president that's sitting in the United States. You know, never, ever, never, you know, so to say that the internet's never going to go down is not a wise thing. I would never say that. And actually I predict it's probably going to happen. I don't know how, I don't know why, but once something gets too much out of control, uh, the internet, anything goes for the most part. And, uh, if they don't like it, they're going to stop it. And if you have your Bitcoin on exchanges, you're fucked. Now, again, this is like gold, physical gold. Okay. It's buried in the ground here. That's what this is. So if they locked everybody down and let's just say the currency was gold, well, your gold isn't any good because you can't spend it. I.e. you can't use your Bitcoin because the internet's down. Yeah, that's true, but you can still use Bitcoin person to person like you can gold all you need to do is transfer it off of here onto your phone into your wallet and then you have somebody else that has a phone and you can do a transaction that way um face to face hand to hand so um that's not true that if you are stuck with bitcoin if you're stuck with bitcoin on an exchange i.e. your gold is sitting in someone else's safe, God knows where, and you can't get to it, yeah, you're fucked. Same thing with the Bitcoin. So that's that's not true. If you have it on a hard storage wallet, you have it. No. And really, essentially, that's about it. That's 56 minutes.
So it's not really that complicated. We make it complicated. Uh, it's pretty simple, but you got to do a little homework. But in my opinion, for me, the only way that I'm going to survive is to put something into Bitcoin. Uh, when you get to the point, there's a Coinbase card. Visa system card. Kind of kind of thing, but like an ATM card. And you can use that at point of sales anywhere. And you can choose, you can either get up to 1% of Bitcoin or Ethereum or 4% of uh, the graph or AMP. And you get to pick essentially a rebate that you get. So if you spend a hundred bucks, you can get 4% of the graph back at whatever that current price is or 1% in Bitcoin. So if you add all the money that you spend and run everything through this fucking card instead of a credit card or a debit card, that can add up and it does it automatically. So you're automatically buying Bitcoin without buying it. So that's another thing too. It's called a Coinbase card. And that's all I'm going to tell you. I mean, just doing that alone, using your card for 10 years you know say you spend say you spend four thousand dollars or number sake fifty thousand dollars running all through that card in one percent but ten percent of fifty would be five five hundred bucks i mean most people don't save five hundred dollars away a year they can't but you'll you'll be automatically buying $500 a year at 1% at 50,000 running through the card of Bitcoin. It's better than nothing. 4% 50,000 would be 2,000. Most people don't put $2,000 in their retirement fund a year. It's up to you. It's endless. But after you learn how to bit, get Bitcoin and get the, the confidence of that through Coinbase and storing it on your hard wallet, um, you can kind of look into that and understand what that what that's going to be. So, but I encourage everybody to listen to as many YouTube videos you can. Again, read the Bitcoin standard. I'm not talking about mining. I'm not talking about that. If you want to learn how Bitcoin is created, how it was created, how it works, blockchain technology and all that, it, that's hours and hours and hours. And that's what you got to do. But if you just want to buy it, I explained it hopefully clear. And that's it. So yeah, if the internet goes away, we're all fucked anyway. <laughs> so, but if you have one of these, that does not mean you're going to lose or can't get your Bitcoin. You need to put your music on your MP3 player. Then you have it or keep your gold in your backyard, buried in the fucking ground. Don't let anybody else have it. You need to have physical possession of whatever we're talking about. Cause otherwise you don't own anything. And I think that's their intention anyway. So that's it. That's an hour. Exactly. Look at that right on the mark. Thanks for listening to me. I hope I understood you guys understood it. Uh, in a future show, he's like, Oh, well, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not going to give you advice, but I'll just tell you what I do. So if you didn't understand something, let me know. But for me, it's imperative that I buy Bitcoin to survive because it's going to get to the point of hyperinflation it's going to cost you a thousand bucks for a loaf of bread. 
and you'll be lucky if you're making a thousand bucks a week because inflation and hyperinflation always outpaces wages and that's where you get fucked. So be very, very, very careful. And that's it. All right. So thanks for listening to me. I'm going to go have a great day. I hope it wasn't too boring or confusing. And, uh, I wanted to stay specific and how to set up an account on Coinbase, how to buy Bitcoin, how to sell Bitcoin, how to transfer Bitcoin, hard storage wallet, and that's it. But you need to do your homework, okay? There's plenty of it out there, too. All right, you've been listening to the Red Pill Show. Have a great day.